Welcome to the Security in 5 podcast. I'm Drew, the Binary Blogger. This is a short program that brings you security news, tips, advice, and opinions in the area of information, IT, and general security in about five minutes. Quick to listen to, easy to understand. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. This is Security in 5. Thanks for listening. Episode 377 of Security in 5, and today I want to talk about online behaviors and practices. Since we're in the holiday season, online shopping is really on the uptick over the next uh, couple of months. We have Cyber Monday today, we have the holiday season coming around in December, we have all the sales after January, and go on and and so on and so forth. And I, I always talk in this podcast a lot about online behavior, online protection, online security, and focus really hard on the security of the accounts uh, that you use for your online purchases. And one thing that I haven't touched on yet, but I'm going to in this episode, is making you aware of the types of usernames that you use. Now, I always talk about passwords and complexity of passwords, multi-factor authentication, the, the ultimate key to get you access into your account. But your usernames are also very, very valuable to a, uh, a cyber hacker, state-sponsored hacker, script kitty, whatever, uh, a social engineer to use that against you to help identify or try to figure out information about you because your usernames, depending on how you use them and where you use them, can reveal more information about you. So first and foremost, if you use your first name, last name, or a combination of your first name and your real last name as part of your email address, that in and of itself right there is part of the social engineering key. Now that's okay for some sites, but if you use the same user ID or the same email address across all of the sites, including you know your, your banking, your financial institutions, your healthcare that you know and have high confidence that it's going to be secure and stable, you use it often. But if you use those that same type of user accounts and uh, email addresses over here on some forum or some site that you want to download a, a PDF or download an application, they ask for you to create an account and a username, those are the sites, the, the shady sites, the sites that you should really begin to worry about because if those sites get compromised and say you use the same username across all of your sites, but you have good security, but you use them across all your sites, that gives a pathway for a hacker that now they know half of your key, or at least the first part of your key, of your account key, on any site that you visited. So when they go through and start looking for other breaches, so how cyber hackers think is that if they are able to compromise a website and get the usernames from from a one website, for example. First thing that they'll do, or one of the first things that they'll do, is go look at the very publicly available breach dumps that um, are out there and go search for that username in other locations to see if that username has been used in other breaches. And say, well, hey, this person uses this, bre- uh, this user account pretty much everywhere, so let me go after now these banking sites and information and then, and then crank through it. If they get access to your email, they can get access that way. So when you're using junk email addresses, think about your usernames. Now I've always I've always practiced that usernames never contain anything about my personal name or any combination of such because that can be socially engineered. I always try to come up with some type of a persona, some type of random characters. If you're using a password vault such as a OnePass or LastPass or something else, that can also manage your user IDs as well. Um, just like your passwords, your user IDs don't need to be identifiable. It can be um, some random movie character 
a random string of characters uh, that, that make absolutely no nonsense. You can't read it because it really doesn't matter. It's a key. It doesn't need to be identifiable. It doesn't need to be readable. Um, it doesn't need to be understood by anybody except for yourself. But the point is, is that if you're going to go down that road or down that route, use different user IDs on different sites as well. And you, again, another benefit of using a centralized password vault or password manager will allow you to not have to worry about managing that, such as you're using passwords for all the different sites you, you log into. You're using multi-factor on all the different sites you're logging into. If your usernames are all the same, that's making you a little bit of an easier target. If you're using the password vaults, that can help randomize and manage those user IDs across the 100, 200, 300 sites, however many sites you have in your vault. And then you have true unique keys for every site. So if one site gets breached, that user ID isn't used anywhere else and it's very difficult to socially engineer or try to move around um, into other sites or other attack or other, even other breach databases to identify, say, okay, this account here, this account here, ah, it's the same person, so now I have two breached accounts and, and so on and so forth. So as you're going out, especially if you're going into new sites, creating new accounts to get access to purchase things, think about the user IDs as well. A good practice is, is to change them up, not use anything identifiable from your username that can be socially engineered to create the user ID. Um, use a password vault to help manage that and always be aware, be safe. Security in 5, thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of Security in 5. You can find me across the internet under the persona Binary Blogger. Head over to binaryblogger.com to link up with me on whatever social network you prefer. I love feedback and conversations, and if you have a question, comment, or correction on a past episode, drop me a line and I will respond. To get additional information, sign up for my monthly newsletter, and remember, the more aware you are, the more secure you can be. Thanks for listening.